If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. I have like two new ideas for parody songs, but the thought of spending time and effort on something yeah. so artistically meaningless just like this is the good stuff, the right stuff. Jewish yeah. apocalypse. And I can hear in my head like what a good job I would do, particularly on Mister Mister. <clears throat> oh, yeah. oh! Curry you should do artistically meaningful things. LeBron James is just a houseboy. Shaquille O'Neal is dancing Hava Nagila. It would be so good. The backup that vocals on that good. would that kill. Would it would be this massive production. But like the idea of sitting here thinking about that and like sitting in front of the computer recording all that. Yeah. It's just I like, was thinking why about would I do that? The, I was thinking about the note you left for the show on Wednesday. Yeah, can't I find can't find see it, it first. So I was walking around. I was walking around the last couple of days, like, and <laughs> he had a stroke. He smells burnt toast. <laughs> can't, can't find, find a Can't find a Yeah, that's the other one. Like, I mean, it would be great, but can you imagine like me spending like several days like tweaking those and being unsatisfied? Yeah, dude, you'd like, be like, what is it? He supports pause, but still beat Oz. Can't find a photoman. Uh, there's a lot of easy because just a two rhyme couplet like you do. It he simple, changed like, his mind on fracking for gas. Can't find a Fetterman. <laughs> can't find a Fetterman. Can't find a Fetterman. <laughs> it would be so good. It would be so good. Oh man, the 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 problem is it's intelligible. That's then good. you could do another one for <laughs> Oz. Like jam, it has to be completely completely yeah. unintelligible. That's, well, that's why you make a lyric video. To <laughs> you do another one for. Don't call me doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Not fit to be the senator from Pennsylvania. Sorry, I can't sing at all. So yeah, that was about, some, don't call me doctor. Great video on this that I want. Not Very fit good. to. They took away my license for denying COVID. <laughs> <laughs> this all makes me. You could think. do like a, you could do like a duo on the on the Senate race. You could do can't find a Fetterman and don't call me Doc. Mm. <laughs> so what do we have for the election results so far? Like has anything oh, been? No, no, no. I want, I want to stay. I want to stay on Pearl Jam for just a second. Oh, I right. found the video that I was looking for. Here you go. This this is what Pearl Jam actually sounds like to everybody. Oh God. Yeah. No, they sound good. Don't get me wrong, but like. But it, it, there I Ruined It presents what Pearl Jam... Oh, okay. is this Eddie Vedder, like, being completely unintelligible Fuck, I used to have a song idea for that song, too, for Evenflow. I can't remember what it is now, though. Now to, you could do Mastriano uh, like, instead of even flow. No. Does anyone on planet Earth understand the words <laughs> to yellow lead better? I fucking don't. Instead of even flow. Do Shapiro. Just making about. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm just thinking about it like Shapiro. 
<laughs> Looking at his sister in a big Well, no, it's like you do bands about how he can't self-handed sister uh, pictures of his sister's tits. So now the brave window is just completely gone from... Okay, there it goes. I, that, that was really a, yeah. that was an esoteric. Yeah. That was pretty good. Wait, did they have a deaf uh, interpreter at a Pearl Jam concert? <laughs> is that what that was, or was that somebody just, just have dancing? A Pearl Jam interpreter at a Pearl Jam. I think it was just a well, retard. Yeah, they should, they should have subtitles at a Pearl Jam concert. <laughs> yes, they should do that. Remember the Adam Sandler bit, Opera Man? That was great. Yeah, hate to give him, it was Adam Sandler. Hate so to give him credit, but that was a good bit when he did the Opera Man. And he, he sang, he did that. He's like, it was funny as fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, dude, Eddie Better is a good singer. I don't really care. I love it. Pearl Jam sounds cool, like, whatever, but, like, still, it's funny. The songs just, are, like, have this, I only like, they have this, they have this quality of getting stuck in your fucking head. Every I only one like, of them. I only like 10, and then there's, like, the, the couple hits yeah, after Yeah, their 10. first album's great, dude. 10 is the only one I like. But 10. I do like Daughter, and I do like Better Man. I remember all those groups, all these alter- big groups, alternative groups that got big in the 90s. Their second album was the one that went big. And then everyone would be like, bro, but like, like Bleach. You got to listen to Bleach, bro. Which Bleach actually is fucking a good album. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. But like, what was Pearl Jam's first album? I think it was, was it 10. 10? I, don't, I don't think they had an album before 10's that. 10's a good album. Yeah. I don't care what people say. First two, yeah. I don't. I never got into it. After that, it's, I was like, what is this weird hippie shit they're doing now? And I just I couldn't do it anymore. I didn't like it. Yeah, and then but, Temple uh, of the Dog, you know. That was, that, well, that was one like, good song. The rest of that's kind yeah, of... Yeah, one eh. good song. The rest of it's... No, like, there's two. There's one other song. There's one other... Hey, everybody. Jordan Peterson here. I wrote a book about 12 rules for how to live your life. And I have a 13th rule for you. Subscribe to TRS. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your needs. Song in uh, on that album that's really fucking good. I think it's Reach Down. Reach down and lift the crowd up. It's like their friend the died. Better, they the never got over it. To Temple of the Dog is there is a Alice in Chains song called Right Turn, which I believe has Eddie Vedder. And it's, it's got like all the Seattle guys on it. That song is fucking cool. That song was okay. Is that about like becoming a Nazi? Right Turn? Yeah. Yeah, that could be. I mean, it could be if I got my hands on it. <clears throat> yeah, no, because they were all like, uh, do you remember when Eddie Vedder yeah, was like sad. smashing... George Bush in effigy, like on the stage, it's like, bro, like that's kind of cringe. It was really. <laughs> he, they wrote a song called Bush Leaguer. <sighs> that's Bush. like that's all of those bands did that. Yeah. All no, I know, but like literally, a like song called Bush Leaguer and uh, uh, Perfect Circle. Everybody was doing that, and then of course, stupid fucking punk band. I what, what well, I like better though, he took it to the next level. Like you can do like. <laughs> You can put implications in your song, but you want to make the song be something that people are going well, to do 20 years and, no, and think it's good without necessarily Nine Inch Nails. He's just like smashing pictures of George Bush's face on stage. Like, Nine Inch Nails crazy. did a song or an album called like Year Zero. And it was like a concept record, if I'm not mistaken, about like the political collapse of the entire world. And it's like, it was like, dude, it's just a Republican president. Calm down. It's like, wait, song wait, right. wait till you see what happens when Trump comes around. It's like, this is the W. Like, like, I understand that, like, your entire, like, your, your coming to awareness and becoming an artist happened while Bill Clinton was president for eight years. It's and just you're having crazy. a hard time adjusting. Tra- tra- but Here's some lines from this song. Traded in my God for this one, and he signs his name with a capital G. It's that is like... 
That's what song, so dumb. What song is that from? Is that from Bush League? Uh, it's, the song is literally called Capital G for Nine Inch Nails. I remember when oh, Nine Inch Nails. Out. Okay. I, didn't, I never They're, heard about that one. Is that Year Zero? Is that from Year Zero? Yeah, I think yeah. so. It's crazy. It's just so gay. So gay. I mean, I don't like to use this word a whole lot, but it's so fucking cringe. Yeah, yeah no, it is. It's very, it's cringy. It's cringy. And the thing was, there was so much saturation of that kind of stuff at the time. It was like, oh, look, another band is doing this. And yet everything was funny. making real music. And yet everything he wanted to do got done. He got to do all the Jewish wars he wanted to. Mm-hmm. All the Israeli expansionists and, the- and all the smashing of the pan-Arab nationalism that all happened. Regardless of your and silly, all your silly protest songs and protest records, all your tours where you smashed like uh, rubber mass of George W. Bush on a mic stand, none of it mattered to Hill of Beans. All these things, ha- all of this Zionism happened. And the, my favorite part here's is like none, my favorite part is none of the no, no, none of the known Chomskyisms came true. None of that made none of that did, got yeah. anywhere. None of that stuff. None of that stuff about war no. in the Middle East and, and Israel being a puppy. None of that came anywhere near what was predicted. Nobody that, in the pop culture who took that stuff. <laughs> And um, even like the crass, even the crass stuff like uh, the South Park, not South Park, but what was that movie they did? Team America? Like none of that was real either. Like dicks fuck assholes and we're dicks. America's dick. It's like that's not well, that it was either. that was because those those uh, those Jews actually were neocons or at least a trade, which, whichever one of the two is a Jew is a neocon. Matt Stone. Yeah, he's the Jew. Yeah, where well, he's a Jew. So he's basically supports like wars for Israel and shit. But like, yeah. um. The uh, so he was doing he was basically giving edgy nihilistic yeah. people like '90s people like a way to just think oh yeah we'll blow shit up for Israel it's cool you know which sticks but um but uh the thing was a lot of those protests from the the Goy artists mm. were like um they were mad about him being Christian. I remember they that. weren't really mad about the Middle East. If stuff. you were a voter of his, like you were a bad christian or something like they hate christians but you you're not christian yeah but worship- you're not being a good one because well, it's like you're, you're worshiping uh, you're worshiping george w bush instead of christ like what the fuck are you talking i don't about? think anybody was doing that but that was like a heavy piece of band they still do that with like trump it's more true with trump probably for some people but it was always trump like, is there's more justification for it yeah there's more of a cult of was, personality around trump george bush, george bush didn't have a cult of personality no people george, voted for him and forgot about it and then he had a big supporting uh, cast characters in like DC and and like the right wing media, but like yeah. the people were not Still, motivated by like love for this guy at all. People, people want to hear music. They don't want to hear stupid political. Comedy. No, no, they don't want to hear these fucking libtards telling them. Espe- like, especially when every band is doing the exact same political commentary at the same time. Oh, and then then the funny thing is, then there was a band that came out a little bit later called the Wright Brothers that wrote that song. Bush was right. And that's also very cringe. Because even talking about it is cringe. Like, you shouldn't talk about it. You should remember, shut the fuck up. Do you remember the Rock Against Bush compilation? You should compil- mumble rather than say anything. Do you remember the Rock Against Bush compilation? Yeah. I mean... Oh. Yes, the Wikipedia, yes, the Wikipedia unfortunately, page... Unfortunately, I do. It was a, oh, it was a Fat Records fucking album. Of course it was. That, like, hey, look at us. We're punk. We're mainstream punk rock. Collection of songs, both released unreleased by various punk rock artists, includes a bonus DVD with political facts, <laughs> commentary regarding the U.S. presidential election of 2004, and footage from a David Cross stand-up comedy performance, as well as a few music oh, videos. Oh, David Cross. Oh, my God. Look at the cover of this thing. Oh, my God. Oh yes, this is this is when we this is when America was also pretend, prevent, pretending that dissent was valuable. How's that working out now? Dissent, 
Dissent is patriotism. Dissent is valuable. You know what that takes me back to? It takes me back to Dane Cook being a popular comedian. Oh, my God. I remember Dane Cook. Wow, it's been a long time. Rock against Bush. Who was on here? None more black. I don't know who the fuck that is. Some 41, Alkaline Trio, Epoxies, Anti-Flag. Is an anti no, which one of these anti flag one of these is a tranny against me or anti flag? I can't remember which one. Anti flag was what's wasn't that at one point what's his face? Some forty one. The offspring wasn't, uh, the Rollins offspring? an anti flag, but he wasn't he wouldn't have been in it. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's that's black flag black flag. The oh right, right, right. The right, offspring right. wrote There's a song called Baghdad. That's a different flag. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever. Rise against cares. Ministry had a song called No W. That's right, I remember that. Fucking losers. No W. He he never recovered. Like Ministry never recovered from that. He's been making terrible. That's too bad because garbage. Jesus built my hot rod is fucking great. I fucking love. I, yesterday when I was his first album is great. That yesterday I was fucking rocks, dude. Talk about talk about not their first album. That's like their eighth album. Whichever the one that got big, I liked it when I was a kid. I thought it was their first, it was their first for me. Yeah, no, that was the that was the second one where they sound like a metal band. But that was like I don't know how many albums they had. They were like a synth pop band in the eighties. And then around really like lame. then they did like two they turned over to more industrial. I was listening to The Mind is a Terrible Thing to Taste yesterday. I sat down and <laughs> listened to Thieves, Thieves and Liars. Shit is so good. But now it's just play like this. if you want to cringe. Oh, now no. if you thought pro if you thought anti Bush was cringe. Oh God. Oh my god. What the fuck is this shit? I've never heard this. Freedom in Afghanistan, say goodbye, Taliban, free elections in Iraq, Saddam Hussein locked up. Oh, underground, Al-Qaeda now is finding out America won't turn and run once the fighting has... Wow, listen, look at all these, like, look at all those Arabs. Look at everything you get wrong, right? We keep going, just keep letting it go. Libyan turns over news, Lebanese want freedom to Syria's horse to leave. Don't you know that all this man... Wait, what happened to Syria? Who must... Oh, 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 you don't like interruptions. Well, this is a different kind of an interruption. This is a pre-recorded interruption to remind you that you wouldn't be hearing this interruption if you would actually pony up, support our work here at TRS, and buy a subscription to the show. It's only $10 a month uh, un- un- unless you're using, like, e-checks. Then there's some extra fees because the e-checks fucking suck. Don't use those. The point is, we need your support. You can't use credit cards anymore. It's kind of a pain in the balls, but we still need you to help us out. And if you're enjoying the content... Uh, these silly commercials will go away. We won't bother you anymore if you just do. So go to the right stuff.biz slash paywall, uh, make an order. You can use Z-checks. You can mail in a money order. You can use a bunch of different cryptocurrencies, all which suck and are annoying, but we'll get it figured out. Or you can go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's Other Tone Stream, and you can uh, give me a donation there and send me a screenshot of the transaction. We'll get you figured out. So, yeah. I guess any second now we'll go back to the show. I don't know when because I don't want these to be quick and predictable so that you can't just skip through them to make them go away. So this one's going to be a little extra long. But yeah, you need a subscription. You need a subscription. Let's go. Yeah, right? Who was right? Yeah. I you know I got I got to respect him for the for the sentiment. It's got to be irony. It's got to be irony. No, I've got to not. Re- no, this, <laughs> this no way. No, I've this is this is great. Just on like the people who like did all that like deserve this, but I don't agree with it. But, but the problem is every deserve- no, the problem is everything he said leading up to the chorus yeah. was wrong. But the other problem is 
the artists that generally went after George Bush didn't they maybe said something about like maybe like no war. But generally mm. speaking, most of the attacks were leveled at Bush for being Christian. Mm. Like most of the celebrity Bush attacks were like, he's a phony Christian. It's like, why don't you actually talk real foreign policy stuff? Like, like, you- at least the Noam Chomsky <laughs> people were doing that. Yeah. I mean, they were laughably wrong, but at least they were doing Everybody that. was wrong. The only people that were right were like Nazis. So I'm looking at... Uh... Look at CNN.com because this, for me this ties into my my little novelty thing about the uh, about the election. So we still don't have a result though. House control still hangs in the balance, but members of the pro-Trump Freedom Caucus have started voicing their demands. I don't know what the hell that means. I'm looking at 49 Republicans in, for the Senate, 211 in the House. What I'm thinking, so, a thing that I'm wondering about. I can break all this down. Well, hold on. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Um, this whole narrative of there was supposed to be a giant red wave. What happened to it? It seems to me it's like they're trying to gloss over the idea that the Republicans did in, fla- did in fact win. It seems like the media is trying to take away from them the idea that they won. No, fuck that. The Republicans lost. They lost. I'm totally with that. Fuck the GOP. They lost. They deserve to lose. It's pathetic what they did. No, I didn't say, like, they, didn't, I didn't say they didn't deserve okay, it. Right. I didn't say Sorry. they didn't deserve it. Like, they don't... But I, well, the media... The idea, I think if to people came out, people came out and voted against what's going on, and it's like it's more like that. Like they're trying to downplay that. Like all over the country, people came out and voted against what's what. Basically, one of the most terrible, probably the most terrible time I've lived through in this country, with gas prices where they are and food and stagflation. Not stagflation. What do you call it though? Like a shrinkflation and all these things going on. But they didn't though. Like here's the problem with that. Like turnout was record lows for this election. Yeah, I guess that's not true. very many people voted at all, and the Republicans yeah, didn't. didn't do well despite all of that. But they're going to flip the House and possibly the Senate. So I'm just, I'm just, it's just a strange, well, first it's, of all, I'm, just saying, already... I'm just saying it's a strange narrative that the professional Jewish media is pushing that like this Republican victory is meaningless and it's actually a loss. It's very interesting. And I'm wondering like what, the, what it's for, like who's oh, no, I, that I agree serves. with that. I agree with that narrative. This is a loss. I, I like the Republicans didn't win and, and for them to go, first of all, they might not win the Senate. Right. Yeah. That's like, still on the, the, table, the Senate yeah. hinges upon, which is, which they is, need two more this. seats. Herschel Walker. Um, <laughs> First of all, what's the what's the current U.S. Senate? Okay, so right now, right now, Democrats have forty eight, and Republic. Right now, Republicans actually have more senators. Yeah, they're forty nine. Uh, they're probably going to no, no. I'm saying like right now, like the current Senate. Oh, okay. Um, Sorry. So it says party division, hundred seventeenth Congress. Uh, Democrats have forty eight seats. Republicans have fifty seats. Other parties, independents who caucus with Democrats have um, two seats. So effectively, Democrats control the Senate with the vote of the vice president. That probably isn't going to change. That, mm-hmm. that, that, whether or not that changes hinges on the runoff between the Bug Black and Herschel Walker. Right. And uh, typically, the, um, and the way it's going to shake out in the House is the Republicans are going to have 221 seats, which is three more than a majority. So they will take back so-called take back the House and they will probably and we probably will end up with Democrats continuing to control the Senate unless Herschel Walker wins the runoff. I don't I can't predict that. Maybe he will, in which case I'll have 51 seats. (laughs) They were supposed to have they were supposed to have like 240 seats and like 55 Senate seats. 
according to even mainstream media projections prior to the elections. The mainstream media made a polling error in favor of Republicans. Interesting. Has that ever happened before? Has that ever? No, like the problem is like this is a actually quite a humiliation for Republicans. It really is to the point where Gateway Pundit is already calling election fraud. Like and not very many people actually came out to vote. And frankly, well, what, what, the election why did you, fraud why claims you aren't something for your constituents to right. grab hold of. There's like, nothing mm-hmm. there because, yeah, there was nothing for people to give a shit about. The, I mean, um, the, the fucking Republicans couldn't be bothered enough to, to just care enough about their constituents to and, pander to them correctly. And nobody cares. There's like this is something this is a conversation we were having yesterday in this mm-hmm. Berg chat. Nobody fucking cares that they lost. Like, I'm just going to continue to just say they lost. Like, they fucking lost. And the biggest loss was uh, in in Republicans who were Trump-affiliated and were following something uh, close to a Christian nationalist strategy or, or what, what they were calling. I'm not, I'm not saying it is Christian. I'm saying what they were calling Christian nationalism. And the biggest candidate who was pushing that stuff of all – they also did horribly in governor races. They did. They actually lost big there. Yeah. And so uh, Doug Mastriano was probably the poster boy for like COVID election fraud, Christian nationalism. And he got Trounced. crushed. He got blown out by like 17 points. One of the worst blowouts, except for these things like Rand Paul in Kentucky, who was an incumbent that just like they, they don't even those are elections. They don't even really try very hard. Right. But like, um. But also that in Kentucky, once again, Rand Paul won by a landslide, mm-hmm. yet they rejected the constitutional ban on abortion in Kentucky. The voters rejected a constitutional ban on abortion. So um, the, 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 the truth here is that the Republicans are going to barely hold on to a slim lead in the House and probably the, the Senate's going to be split. With the advantage going to Democrats on the, again, on the I got to tell you vote. though that so. flip, flipping the house is not just like a silly thing. Like they're going to flip the house, so even if it's a three seat majority. No, still, I think it's a silly thing, it. particularly given that um, historically on the first the first midterm of a president, like the house flips in a major way. The fact that it it's flipping by like three seats, pathetic. I think it is silly, and it doesn't give them any power. What does it give them? Nothing. And and it's a major humiliation, particularly for Trump, who's going to announce on the 15th, all of his candidates fucking lost. Yeah. The people <laughs> that went out there with the Trump strategy, the mainstream Republican Party is more popular at this point than the MAGA shit. Like, there's no, the Republicans did nothing. They deserve all the humility again. There's no, well, like... Coping the, the, here for them. The media is saying that, oh, Russ, this cements Ron DeSantis as the front runner for 2024. Sure. You know what I've noticed is that They're the media that, yeah. isn't really crowing too much about this. I don't think Jews are particularly happy with this result because they didn't predict it. And they wanted to have their system is unstable if the party in power. Now, they eked out a win for the Republicans. If you're hearing my voice right now, something has gone terribly terribly wrong unless this is just how you want to live who am i to tell people to stop listening to free content that's constantly interrupted that has to deal with my voice and whatever audio quality this is going to come out and who am i to tell people that they should be getting behind the paywall at the right stuff dot biz slash paywall 
especially if they're not white, which I assume that's what, what you probably are if you're hearing my voice right now. This is that's just that's just my assumption. I could be wrong, but I mean, if you're not white legally, you do have to tell me that you're not white. This is. I told Sven that I'd I'd record some commercials for him, and at first I thought I was going to put some effort into it, but then I realized, why don't I just ramble in the dumbest way possible and force you to listen to it? Because that's what you're doing right now. You are listening to this. What it, Mike was probably saying something very interesting, something very insightful, and now you're listening to me. Is this really what you want? Is this is this how you want to live? Do you want to be non-white? Because again, that's I just assume that's what you are. You could always fix that. You could rectify this problem by going to the right stuff.biz slash paywall and getting yourself a subscription. And then you'll never have to hear me again, you know, unless I'm filling it or something. Uh, in the house, which is good because now that's that, that what they can do now is block everything. That's the important thing. Yeah, that's the what I'm saying. Like, that's thing... not that's not a small deal. But it looks well, like yeah. the, the Senate is, looks like they're, they're, they don't have a shot at the Senate. It looks like that's foregone. So that is, in that sense, I'm totally right. Well, there's three states. There's yeah. If Herschel Walker, who's but behind, they're going right to win. Herschel Walker uh, is behind by forty eight thousand votes with ninety nine percent of the voting. Like this is not happening. A, they're going to a runoff. They have to go to a runoff. Okay, yeah. So and, what's happening is the Republicans are going to win Nevada and lose Arizona. So now we're at. Uh, yeah, that's we're what now it looks at, like. We're now at Republic. We so with that we are at Republicans fifty, Democrats forty nine. The runoff in Georgia. Is what it all hinges on, whether the Republicans yep. get a 51 majority yep. or not. So it all hinges on a retarded nigger. The GOP's hopes of controlling the Senate hinges on a retarded nigger. And it wouldn't even matter if now here's my thing. All of you people that made fun of John Fetterman for being a retarded brain damaged idiot. You are you made fun of a retarded brain damaged white guy. And now your hopes hinge on a retarded brain damaged black guy. And that's where you put yourself in that situation. I didn't. I didn't make you do any of that. You did that to yourselves. Like talking about '90s music, or like talking about Radiohead. This makes me think of what is it? What's that called? That that song, that great song. Can't get the stink off. Like, uh, like you did it to yourself, and that's what really hurts. Yeah. Um. Like you, they did it to themselves, and they deserve it. They deserve this humiliation. I mean, it is a it is a fairly big deal. That they might not rest control of the Senate and they only got the House what by if, like three seats. When... What if this is like, what if this is more, I don't know, you don't, I don't know how to put this. <laughs> I was hoping that they would just lose all of it. I was like, it would be great if they just lost everything. I mean, this just this just might be ev- more evidence of the demographic downfall of the United States. Because it's like, I've seen that. The yeah. things that, the things that but are. But it's not. And I'll explain. All, see, this is. <laughs> I've been developing narrative. I'm sorry to be cutting you off, but I've been developing narratives on this all week. Look at the exit polls. Seventy three percent of the voters were white. Oh, wow. In Arizona, whites voted for Democrats more than they voted for Republicans. It was forty nine percent to forty eight percent. So there was a slim majority of whites voted for Democrats in Arizona. So the Republicans could have won Arizona. By getting more white folks, the real lesson here is not there's the there's sort of the backdrop of the demographic slide, but if you look at voting, seventy three percent of the electorate's white, so fifty eight percent of that electorate voted Republican. So here's the thing: it is totally possible, and Trump did it. The Trump strategy is still viable. The Trump strategy, the Sailor strategy, is still viable. The Republicans won't do it. They could they could flip that fifty eight to sixty one. 
or God, maybe even 62 or 63, they'd sweep the whole fucking country, even with the demographic slide. And it's not they don't have to. Yeah, win I, over I, I think I agree with that. I think I think I agree with that. I think it'd be kind of wrong to just blame their loss on the demographic slide. Well, you know who agrees with me? White papers. He's been working on this, too. We actually been talking about it. And, and Stryker is agrees with this as well. This I mean, there, there is a demographic reason. slide, but the reason yes. they lost this election is because. Here, they were let me let's bring up. Two, let's bring up some interesting stuff. There's a page here. I'll send you a link. The NBC has a really good graphical representation I'm just, of exit polls. The reason I'm asking these questions you, is because I've looked over the past couple of years since Biden's been off what news coverage looks like. And it's not just like the news cover. It's not like the old, oh, the liberal media is biased towards Democrats. It seems like media coverage of everything is designed to make you absolutely crazy, insane with anger at the status quo. And the fact that like mm-hmm. there couldn't, there wasn't just an automatic backlash of the other party taking everything back because things are so bad kind of surprises me and it's very no it's, it's very it strange is shocking it's it shocking, shocking. That, like cause... and and the reason is be, there's a couple reasons uh actually i was wrong about something oh in that i said that oh. uh i was correct that republicans don't care very much about abortion i was wrong that democrats don't care very much about it oh my god a significant number of democrats said that they voted because they, want they abortion wanted right? to oh. prevent abortion from becoming illegal they for some reason that motivated many more democrats to the polls than they were expecting yeah and it didn't motivate republicans the prospect of making it illegal did not motivate republicans to the polls um and uh, like i said the guy that ran the smartest republican campaign was jd vance in ohio who made his campaign his very first campaign is a talking point that he stole from trs which is that american decline is a choice that these policies are not yep. market invisible market factors. They this was chosen by the elites to starve America of manufacturing and capital. This was a choice. They did it on purpose. And we can change policies and make it go away. And then he did then after that, after his attack on capitalism, then he talked about immigration and crime and all these other stuff. Where his twin, his evil twin in Arizona, Blake Masters, Talked about immigration and crime. Both of them are stalking horses for Peter Thiel. He funded both of them. Um, but Blake Masters didn't attack capitalism because he's a fucking moronic Randian objectivist. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a result, he fucking lost. Whereas uh, in Ohio – now, there's also an argument that, that that message is more receptive. People in Ohio will be more receptive to a message like that than people in Arizona because of the, very, the types of people that live in the various states. So it could be that that's just what it is. But in any case, these are very interesting demographics. So if you look at the NBC exit polls, there's a lot of interesting data there to go over. 73%. I actually think the electorate is 75%. I'll tell you why. Because uh, 2% of people said other. And I think those are I think those people are white. <laughs> I think those people are white that didn't want to tell you that they're white. I think, I think the 42% of other that voted Democrat, that's the other thing is it – is that people that are other voted more Republican than not. And that's not true for any other demographic group except American Indians, which could literally be just a polling error because it's such <laughs> a small sample size because right. um, very few of them vote. So the people of the 2% that answered other, they voted mostly right wing. They voted mostly for Republicans. And the funny thing about that, that makes me think that the people that the 42% of them that voted Democrat are probably the type of white people that say they're really Indians. Wait, what? Mike was going to say, what? Did we all miss that? Is that because this is the free fag edition? 
Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today. But aren't and the people that vote Republican are probably white people that just said, I'm not answering that. Mm. Um, I actually was given the opportunity in a bunch of paperwork to fill out my race because I've been going to the doctor and stuff. And I've just I always say I always just say prefer not to say. Um, because I don't feel any reason to give them an easy way to discriminate against me or give me worse care because I say I'm white on a questionnaire. Um, in any case, uh, Why don't you 73 just black, I would do that. <laughs> would just say I'm black yeah. and I'm let, black. Them, let them work it out. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. I did that, maybe I wouldn't have to pay. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> in any case, so, uh, if you look 73% of the electorate is white. 58% they voted 58% Republican literally up that by two percentage points and you would have won a lot of these close races it's just the truth sailor strategy the Trump strategy still on the table and they won't take it because um, there's another thing too I was thinking about this yesterday and this is this is a, I will I will admit this is a narrative I've been building think about this for a second um, it's not necessarily just about messaging because when we talk about messaging, we're making an assumption that white people are all like plugged in and listening to the message and making decisions based on messaging and stuff. It's not really true. A lot of people make decisions based on who they like. Uh, and actually, a lot of people split tickets in this election. A lot of people voted for – you can tell from the results in Georgia, certainly many people voted for Brian Kemp and Raphael Warnock. Like about 200,000 people did that. So that means they didn't like Herschel Walker. That's just people who like didn't like Herschel Walker. <laughs> right? They just didn't like him. So you, they could have run. The funny thing about the Republicans, they could have already secured that 51 seat majority, even with this embarrassing uh, outcome, if they just ran a white guy. If they just ran a white guy, they probably just would have won that. They probably would have gotten the same result they got for the governor election. People would have voted a straight ticket Republican. But instead, people split their ballots. In a number of states, people split their ballots. There's a number of people in Pennsylvania, and I'm sure the type of person that did this is a shitbag. They voted for Shapiro and then voted for um, Oz. No, wait. No, what is it? No, they voted. They voted Shapiro for governor and voted for the uh, Fetterman for Senate. There's a lot of people that did that. Well, that's the Democrat. No, there's many people that didn't Republicans that voted for Shapiro is what I'm saying. That's just a lot of Republicans voted for Shapiro. They, yes, that's right. They voted Oz and voted for Shapiro. There's plenty of people that did that in, in Pennsylvania based on what we based on the results, because there's a there's a discrepancy between the senator and governor races that is significant in Georgia. It's about 200,000 people voted for Brian Kemp, the Republican governor, and then didn't vote for Herschel Walker. And That's completely understandable. Same, the Shapiro one is just not. <laughs> well, the Shapiro one, you mean what that is? What that is? Those are people that are Republican Party uh, activists because the Republican Party supported Josh Shapiro in this election in Pennsylvania. The Republican Party, the Republican Party didn't give Mastriano any financing and the Republican Governors Association didn't give him any help either because both of these organizations supported Josh Shapiro. Basically, the entire establishment wanted Josh Shapiro to win the election and Jewish money poured into his campaign from all over the country, which should be illegal by the way. But, um, so the thing, and there's another narrative they were saying, Oh, it's all Gen Z. It's all Gen Z. But look, 
only 12% of the voters were Gen Z. And if you look at whites, every demographic, every age demographic, except for Gen Z, voted Republican. And Gen Z only voted, was only 8% of the white electorate. Only 8% of whites that voted were Gen Z. So this whole, it's Gen Z's fault. That's fucking bullshit too. So like these, these numbers are really interesting and they reveal like you can't, and, and in every state where Republicans lost, they lost because they didn't have enough white people. It's not that the white people weren't there. The demographic replacement theory would suggest the white people aren't there to vote Republican. And it would also suggest that white people are desperately voting Republican in some kind of racial scramble. They're not. Because people rightly don't see the Republican Party as a racial party. So when you put racial narratives, uh, when when racialists, this, this weird group of people, racialist people have decided the Republican Party is a proper vehicle for their hopes and dreams. No one else thinks so. So. <laughs> So, like, you're just barking up, you're just pissing up the wrong rope. Yeah. I, I want to reflect <laughs> on the fact that, that one of their strategies, this Christian nationalism stuff, just crashed and burned. I found this Salon Total article. Total fucking show. The Salon article talks about it. And, of course, because it's Salon, they have to be like, well, it failed, but it's still a boogeyman. Well, they want to make people, <laughs> yeah, they want to make people afraid. Now, it's a boogeyman for the Republican Party more than anything because listening to these people fucked them over. But the title of this article is Did Christian Nationalism Lose the Midter- Midterms? And the answer yes. is sort of, but it's not going away. It's like, but yeah, I lost, but you should still be very worked up about this. But they also Christian- don't want. Oh, hey, Goy. Herschel here. Are you listening to a free fag episode of The Daily Shower? Do you need a small personal loan so you can afford a paywall subscription? I may be able to help you out. For the very low price of just $10 a month, you can listen to Mike finish his talking points without annoying promotional bits like this one. Log on to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your white man's agency level. E-checks, money order by mail, or cryptocurrency. Support TRS's efforts in shutting down yids like me. It to go away. Like it's a, it's a, it's a. I mean, Salon obviously wants to work up, wants to keep their their readers in a frenzy. But the whole Christian nationalism thing was was objectively like a Jewish gay op to keep and people it, away from white nationalism. And it failed so hard. Yeah, it failed. I mean, it like failed very, very Warren badly. Bobert, yeah, utter destruction. Then I didn't realize that Michelle Bachman, of course. Was was also highly highly disappointed by how this turned out because apparently they were trying to motivate uh, various congregations to go to the polls and vote and it just it didn't work. Yep. Yeah. No. It didn't. They didn't. Actual Christians weren't particularly interested in Christian nationalism. It was a fake online thing for like gripers and shit. I mean, they were the ones. Uh, the funny thing is on Twitter, you're seeing people affiliated with that stuff are now all engaging in like recrimination and self doubt. Because um, they should be. They should be doing that because <laughs> their shit failed. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the, the extremely online crowd thinks that there's a, a large Christian base and you you got you to gotta appeal to these people. These people, man, they, they can give you some power if you can just get them to rally behind you. It's like, well, okay. they think they try because that. the Republican Party is selling snake oil that there's a market for it. Yeah. Exactly. And yes. they're wrong. They're like, well, <laughs> these Republicans are selling it. People must be buying. So I'll sell it too. And it's like, I, no. I remember seeing extremely online right wingers talk, talk, you know, 
thinking very hard about this. Like, oh, he's a Christian nationalist. Oh, yeah, we should, we should try to strategically appeal to these people. We don't want to run them away. And, of course, the rest of us are like, there are no Christian nationalists. They're not out there. Yeah, it's fake. They don't fucking I would also exist. say one, one caveat, though, is that the white strategy will work, but you can't rest on pure white either. Like, just crime and immigration also as Blake Masters shows failed, you have to couple it with a critique of the capitalist system and talk about bringing back a manufacturing base or jobs. Like you, you can't, you you can't simply be racist either. Right. Like what, what, what about, what about uh, speaking to their actual anxieties? Like, Hey, you know, as, as a, as a race, you're, you're being basically replaced and destroyed. That, I mean, that could your, work. They don't, they don't. And your way of, that, your way of life is it's going away. I think you have to couple that with a um, more than just uh, you can say that you should say that. But I think having also a critique of the economic system and things like that, like a, sort of a holistic. Yes. Yes. Because it's a well-rounded. Person. Yeah. Because it all works together. Right. And like I said, the only Republican that did that, and I'm not saying I like the guy. I'm saying he's the only one who's smart was Vance in Ohio. And he won by a lot. He won by like 250,000 votes. He, he actually won like 54, 53%. He kicked ass in that election. They're claiming that he's a, <laughs> so they're ter- ter- the MAGA people are trying to take credit that he's a Bush, can- uh, Bush, <laughs> that he's a Trump candidate. I mean, he's the only one. Okay. Oh man. He's the only one, but remember he also has a, um, he also has like a, uh, his own profile it's not purely now if you look at his if you look at his evil twin go to the blake masters for senate website just go to it and look at what it looks like and look at the vance for senate website and we'll do we'll do a we'll do a b test here and one a loser and a winner um masters for senate trump endorsed yeah so look at this okay that's his now look at the tabs uh, what does it say about Blake? Uh, about Blake, events, endorsements, videos, media store, and, and donate now over the left. Okay. Okay. Now go to JD Vance's website. This is Vance for Senate or something like that. I'm sure you can find it easy with a Google search or a, or a chick chick swing search. Okay. So he doesn't have all the shitty animation. He's got kind of a doofy looking picture of himself. But really look at the tabs about. Issues. Where's Blake Masters issues tab? Interesting. He didn't have one. Also, where's where's the big fat 100% Trump endorsed sticker? It doesn't exist. If you click click on issues, that's where it gets interesting. Now, you have to read this to know that he's talking about Trump and he's not saying he's not talking about a Trump endorsement. He's just saying here are Trump policies that worked. Now he's not he's actually lying. They didn't work. Uh like he's saying that uh Trump Trump hit like our economic competitors with tariffs. He somewhat true. Saying Trump was fixing the border problem, not true at all. Um uh, but yeah, it, it, you know, and when it comes to the crime stuff, it's it's incredibly difficult to pretend that mm. uh that Trump did anything at all, which he didn't. So, you know, Largely similar messaging, but very different presentation and also Blake Masters. If you scroll on the Blake Masters site, you will get his issues. And he starts with immigration and crime. Hmm. But he doesn't have any of this stuff oh, yeah, about American decline. American decline. It's the first one. My hometown yeah. Middletown, Ohio, is full of great people. It has one of the highest citizenship rates in the country. Nearly that's, every, pretty, that's an interesting Nearly one. every person who lives there is a U.S. citizen, yet, poverty, yet, yet it has a poverty rate 
Fifteen percent higher. White. He means a white person when he says citizen. By the way, everyone kind of picking up on that. Dog. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. He says yet it has a poverty rate of fifteen percent higher than national average. To me, that means black people. In many of our biggest cities, or even right here in Ohio, drive around and you'll see homeless encampments and trash strewn everywhere. Crime is oh, skyrocketed. Yes, this is all black stuff. Crime is skyrocketed, and even many successful families find it harder to get ahead. Every day we read about a new assault on our country. From the Chinese, we're trying to steal from American industry, or from our own leaders who teach our kids to hate their own country. Why is this happening? For a simple reason: our leaders have failed. They chose to flood our country with criminals and drugs. They chose. To- this is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Rightstuff.biz/slash/paywall. You can use crypto, e-checks, mail in a money order, or even use your credit card on Sven's Odyssey channel. The link will be below in the show notes. That's the right stuff dot biz slash paywall. To take a knee as radicals ransacked our cities and made our communities less safe. That's uh yeah, that's lifted right from that's a sanitized version of our shit. They chose to yeah, make but Donald uh, Trump also chose to do that. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, no, he's he's sanitizing a lot. Now, again, it could be that he just came across the same points at the same time as we did. But, you know, no, this he, is either way. It doesn't matter. He's saying similar things to us, which with cl- cleaning it up a little bit of some of the you know the more harsh truths that we will we will tell you. But yeah, in any case, I'm not I'm not oh going to kiss God. this guy's ass too much. I'm just going to say like, also JD Vance doesn't come off like a fucking retard. Yeah, like he comes off like a serious person. So like a lot of the Trump candidates, frankly, they come off like clowns. Including Blake Masters. Blake Masters comes off like a clown. He comes off like an idiot. Like, that's just a failed experiment on Thiel's part. Thiel's probably doing A-B testing. He's like, okay. So the sort of more dumpy nerd uh, won out over, like, the guy who was trying to be, like, some, like, handsome, flashy, badass dude and lacked any substance. Okay. The dumpy intellectual nerd won. Okay. That's a good piece of data to have. All right. Cool. Anyway. Point being. That, um, the, you know, the one thing I hope won't happen, and I'm fairly glad that it won't because Republicans are too stupid, is that they actually do A-B testing and learn. But historically, they don't do that. Yep. <laughs> no, they also don't care. Now, one thing I said is that, you know, here's the thing. In terms of leaving votes on the table. Now, if you look at the black numbers, 11% of blacks vote. Well, the electorate was 11% black. Now, that is actually fairly close to representation to demographic representation of blacks. It doesn't quite get there. Whites are the only people that outpace their demographic representation, but that's because Mexicans vote at like such a tiny level. Like Mexicans vote at like half the rate of their existence in the country. Um, and when you include illegals, it gets even worse. Only 11% of the electorate was Mexican or Latino, the thing they call Latino, South American Indian mixed with white, you know, South American mixed race people only accounted for 11% of the vote. That's really small, given that there's somewhere between 25 and 30% of the country. Um, so they don't vote. So that's another fail of trying to appeal to them rather than white people, white people punch above their weight in terms of the electorate everyone else's punches under their weight with blacks coming a close second to whites but think about this blacks vote so highly as we talked about last show because democrats have a machine they have a machine 
Why don't Republicans do this because for rural whites and trailer park whites? They hate their constituents. Right. They, they don't, don't. They would like rather it. disenfranchise white people. This is my point. Like, the th- I said this all on Telegram, and if you read these posts, I'm just going to say it again on the show. Um, why don't they have a program like the Democrats have in the black ghettos in the trailer parks? You know, I'm not saying know, that to be condescending. Contempt? It's it's fucking Republicans they have way more yeah. contempt than Sven could ever muster. They they yeah. they don't even want to properly pander to their constituents. Right. It's just, but they don't uh, even want what they oh, don't want, they didn't want to organize them. Like I'm not saying like trailer parks to be a dick. I'm saying a lot of white people live in trailers. There's nothing wrong with that. It's how they want to live, whatever, or how they have to live. But you could have a program of activists to go around to the rural whites, to the trailer parks, you, and well, organize these here's people. Here's the thing with that is you would need a strong ideological basis for doing so. You need motivated activists. Yes, you'd have to motivate them somehow. What, what are you going to motivate them with? Uh, tax policy? Well, you can motivate them with issues. So, like, I mean, you could motivate them with issues. Michael Tracy well, told us But they're not going to do that. They they're don't want to do it because yeah. they disenfranchising whites is more important. They don't, they don't give a shit about the issues that actually matter. Michael Tracy told this story uh, about how he spoke with an old woman who lived by herself and she was worried because inflation was making all of her groceries and all of her expenses more expensive and her neighborhood was having crime. Old white lady. Uh, she wanted to vote. She didn't understand how who she could vote for to translate her anxieties into a vote. She wanted to vote for Trump, and it wasn't even clear what office she wanted to vote for him for. She thought he was on some ballot or another. She thought she literally said to him, I, I want to vote Trump. He's like, for what office? I don't know. <laughs> so, but look, again, here's the thing. We can laugh, but do you think this is a unique story? No. So why don't Republicans have a group of activists finding people like this old lady, telling them, here's who you vote for. And then having someone pick them up and drive them to the polls so they can do it. Because that's what Democrats do. Well, that's exactly why they want to do it. That's what demon rats do. You should be able to boot yourself, right. bootstrap yourself to the ballot box. Right. <laughs> we don't it's want your that. It's just they just don't want they just <laughs> no, don't want to organize whites. They just don't want to organize no. them. Right? Well, because also, even to have also, the apparatus well, to do that, you there, have to have young ideologically motivated both, activists that will go out and pound the pavement, there's two which thing, Democrats have. There's two things at play. One, they don't want to do that. And number two Hey, it's your worst possible nightmare. It's the sound of Borzoi interrupting whatever wonderful talking point Mike is making right now, interrupting your own train of thought. And you're in this position listening to me right now, well, because you're listening to the free version of this show. You're not even getting all the content, and now you have to listen to me. Is this what you want? Is it really? This is the, You want to hear this? You want to hear me? That just can't possibly be what you want. So if you want to rectify that issue, go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can make one-time donations and get three months, six months, even a year. So why are you doing this to yourself? This has to be especially troubling because I'm not even going to check the audio on how this sounds. So you could also be listening to just terrible audio right now. So why not just stop doing this to yourself and get behind the paywall at the rightstuff.biz slash paywall? There's sort of like there's sort of like an ideological conservative meme that that's not necessary that that's cheating that that's right. wrong that yeah. that's socialism that's this or that and so a lot of Republicans right. don't think that you need to do this heavy-handed organizing to get things done you think it's like it's like inorganic it's beneath you so mm-hmm. like, remember, remember that yep. remember that uh, remember that there was an article a while back about the difference between 
right wing and left wing organizing like where like republican type people think that you just you put out a tweet everybody show up here at this you know at this city yeah, to do this yeah. and nobody shows up they don't understand like nobody does it the the arm the arm twisting and the phone calls that happen behind the scenes for a left wing protest it's it was pretty it's pretty interesting and i think that's that feeds into it too is like yeah. not only do you if you're a white conservative you don't want to organize you also just think it's like you're just not supposed to. There's something wrong with it. You're disinterested in it actively. Right. It's like it's also like, victory. like cheating. They see it as cheating. Yeah, cheating. And like vi- winning, winning over your your vision of the country, winning over is just something that's gonna happen organically without your yeah. without your own. You shouldn't efforts. have to yeah. organize people. You should say the right thing. Yeah. And now I believe this is a malicious brain. Oh, absolutely. That's what I'm this, saying. It's this, malicious. This is a meme yeah. that's yeah. out there for a reason. It's right, serving right. its purpose. You should just be able to say it, and people should just listen and like it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, Democrats don't think so. They think it's cheating to have people go to people and be like, okay, you're black? Okay, here's who you vote for. All right, we're, we're picking you up that morning and taking you there, and you go in that building and pull the lever for those people. Yeah. And you get a sandwich. <laughs> like, Oh, man, I want a sandwich. Why not? And maybe a Snapple. Why Why not uh, do If that, somebody though? gave me a, sa- a sandwich and a Snapple, I might have like voted the other day. Why not? Yeah, depending. If like, it was can I vote? I mean, we would need like a twelve-inch Italian, but you know. I was gonna say, like, can I vote you, at? Can I vote at the deli where you're giving me the sandwich? That is kind yeah, of. Yeah, like, vote uh, for that. Some ham, some prosciutto, some like, salam, some. Like, if I have to go to the deli and then I have to go to a voting place, eh, it's like it's iffy. Like, I can afford. Like, I can pay ten dollars for for a big old sub. I should be able to vote at the deli. When you look at the <laughs> the amount of money they put into the media campaigns, what what why not take that money and put it into something a little more grassroots, like at an activist level? Right. Oh, that's that's right, because. Like paying people. What are we supposed to, to be community out. organizers like the demon rats? Yep. Well, you know, remember what's funny is one of the things that happened in um, 2016 was people organized themselves. Trump wasn't organizing them. People were so motivated by yeah. the message of shutting down the border and, and making America white again that they were – we had guys going to Amish settlements <clears throat> and driving the Amish to the polls so they would vote Republican. Because Amish vote Republican when they vote, but they don't usually vote mm-hmm. very much. Right. So we had our guys saying, all right, we don't understand. You don't want to drive cars. That's your belief. That's fine. We'll drive you. And yeah. our guy, our guys were doing it. They were going to the Amish settlements and driving the men. I don't know. I guess maybe women, too. I don't know. Boy, we really did get to the They were driving them to the polls. We get, right, so we, you're, like we, sh- you're like a Shabbos goy, but for the Amish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So TRS literally won Trump Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. In a number of different ways. Yeah. Wow. I never even thought about it that way. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that it weren't all just TRS guys. I mean, they were guys in the general sphere, but like there were definitely people talking about doing that. And and this was not a Republican Party organized effort. This was a grassroots effort from like racists that desperately wanted Trump to shut down the fucking border. <laughs> you know. So that's the thing, right? So. That's kind of another reason they don't like NJP, because we found also that not only the ADL go after this, but memory has released some big report on us, which, of course, you have to pay to get. And so no one wants to get it. But um, the report, you know, one of the things is like, you know, our big meeting in uh, on Labor Day that took like, you know, it was a big we had a lot of people there. And remember, we have to work like twice or five times as hard as anybody else because of all the limitations artificially put on us. But we organized several months to, to bring that about. And uh, we organized people like once as we grow and build power, all of the things that they are of necessity forcing us to do, 
means we're going to have like a, like an impenetrable ground game. Like our ground game politically is going to be so fucking good. And this also what happened to the National Socialist Party is that like because when they when they cut you off from anything else, your only option is organizing people in real life. It's not just like well, no just in real life on you social know? media. So no, in real we life. will ultimately have. And it's also funny. We talked about us versus like Antifa and Antifa being scattered out of the cities because of the crime that, you know, that because of the victims of their own success has put them in the same boat that we've been in for years. But because we've been in it for years, we live, we, we live in it. We were born here. And so we know how to get past these hurdles of not all being together in one place, living far apart from each other, living in rural areas, living in areas outside of cities. And the, the the challenges of organizing people who live outside of cities. Right. It's much. Oh, hi. Here's another interruption that's pre-recorded. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pay for a subscription. We need your support. We need your help. We can't do this for free because we're Jews. Harder. Um, but we've done it. We have to do it. We don't have a choice. So. Yeah. And then being able to organize as need be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The GOP relies strictly on media messaging, and so that's, sometimes that's 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 the thing, yeah, because they just put all of their money into media campaigns, right? And I think we, because they do that, we have this tendency to only attack their messaging. But there might be some of these races that they lost, or they came way closer than they should have, simply because of a lack of organizing. Like maybe the messaging wasn't it. Maybe it was literally they just don't have people out there going to poor rural white people or white people that live in trailer parks, white people that live in poor suburbs, going door to door and just saying, here, don't like immigration, don't like crime, don't like inflation, want to keep your job, vote this guy. We'll help you get to the polls on the day when it comes to it. Just remember, this is a guy you want to vote. And I'll bet you people would be receptive to it. As long now, as long as you're not coming to them, you know, the other thing is Republicans have this used salesman aesthetic to them, used car salesman aesthetic, you know, where they don't seem genuine. <laughs> yeah, because they don't have an ideology. Because they, they, they're not genuine. And they, they, their party certainly doesn't seem like it has a direction that it's really going in. Well, think about it. The messaging of these campaigns, these Republican campaigns is all over the place. Like they all of them are following different strategies. Mm hmm. So you can actually analyze the Republican campaigns by like, were they doing this? Were they doing that? Were they doing? Were they doing the mainstream Republican thing, the basic bitch thing? Were they doing the Christian nationalism thing? Were they doing the white populism thing? So far, really, only JD Vance did white populism, and he won. Um, and the rest of them did either Christian nationalism or the sort of basic bitch Reaganite Republican shit. Which turns out, it looks like the Reaganite shit was more popular than Christian nationalism. I mean, it, it looks like an anti-political political party from the outside. Yeah. That's yeah. what it looks like. Yeah. So it's actually – I actually think it's amazing that they even got what they got. <laughs> and the only I mean, reason was pure protest voting. It it almost looks to me like if you had an area where, where Republicans at like the local level were getting really, really organized. They're just motivating people and they're putting together this team. Like the Republicans further up the food chain would be like, whoa, guys, what are you doing? They would tell them to stop. Oh, well, that's uh, literally what happened when Trump won the presidency. <laughs> they literally sabotaged their own support network because there was all of these white nationalists 
who are ready to be Republican Party activists. And we're highly motivated to be so. Mm-hmm. And the party said, oh, here, we're going to give all your information to like to like Jewish organizations so they can destroy your life. Mm-hmm. Like, Wait, what? Yeah. So, yeah. Wait till, yeah, you, no, see, I mean, that's, wait till you see we've got planned for January 6th. That's what they say. I mean, also, some of the most dedicated and motivated Democrat Party activists are literally like anti-white activists. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't make sense for the Republican Party to motivate white activists. But no. They're not going to. They are more interested in disenfranchising white people. That's why I said the thing is, I actually, I don't know, maybe you're seeing something different, Jesse. But what I've been looking at with the mainstream media is I'm not seeing um, crowing. I'm not seeing a lot of like crowing. I'm seeing actually more sort of what I would call like. No, I'm seeing. Pretty level headed. I mean, they might be crowing from like libtards. No, what I'm not seeing crowing. I'm seeing the, the mainstream media is taking this like sort of concern troll position. About boy, the Republicans had a really disappointing, uh, disappointing outing. And here's what they should do to to do better next time. And I'm just like, is that what you do now, CNN? You tell Republicans what they should do better next time. It's sort of like it's it's like there's the downplaying. But I didn't realize how how far gone the Senate was. Because so I, I see that if you flip the House of Representatives, like I don't care by how many, that's significant because now you can tie up the whole works. You don't have to have Joe Manchin shooting things anymore. You know what I mean? So, but that's what they want, though. Yeah, right, right, right. So you remember, like that. But that's that's, that's what, what I'm they saying. want. Like, so I think so. It's like kind of downplaying that there was any sort of any sort of sea change or any sort of people's like opinions. Like, is it serves the Jews that run this country? It's like it's like it's not it's like it's not a, it's not, we're not politically unstable. It's not political instability. It was just there was a minor there was a minor like shifting of course back in the other direction. But we're fine. There wasn't there wasn't well, like you know what thing. I mean. People aren't unhappy. People don't mind. This is the political yeah. instability. Though. Right. Right. The result right. that happened is the political instability. Having the Republicans take a commanding lead in the Senate and House would be the politically stable option. Like, because that's how the script goes. That's what's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. The president is now thwarted. Yeah. Because the House and the Senate have flipped, so we can't get mm-hmm. anything other than for Jews where we get bipartisan stuff, like funding for Israel yeah. and Jewish and, and Jewish, uh, you know, initiatives. That is bipartisan. Well, as mm-hmm. usual. Mm-hmm. As usual, carefully laid plans are being destroyed by Republican incompetence. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, the Republicans failed the Jews. Yeah. And that's why what I'm seeing is not actually I'm seeing literally Jews are telling Republicans how to clean up their act. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of get rid of Donald Bormf. I mean, that's what I've been seeing. No, they, that's actually legitimately not like that's what they're saying. Now, they don't like Donald Bormf, but Bormf's actually done a hell of a lot to destroy his own brand. By one, you know, tanking completely after 2018 and then mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, after he was out of office focusing. Well, 20 is Trump himself personally didn't do the COVID stuff, which was like one of the few smart political moves he did. All the supporters did, did, and all did. And all the supporters did Trump stuff. I like, did COVID stuff in his name where he wasn't in agreement with these. Like, mm-hmm. I take my Regeneron and I've had five yeah. boosters. What are you talking about? It's yeah, crazy. I know. That's what's sort of funny <laughs> is that they, the, the Trump people decided to make Trump stuff about COVID like um, like against his will to some extent. And then to also make it about election fraud, which he was all about. And then to completely ignore like immigration and crime. Like Doug Mastriano didn't talk about that shit mm-hmm. at all. At all. Also, Doug- go to the right stuff dot biz slash paywall for your subscription today. Doug Mastriano, I didn't realize this. He's a piece of shit for a lot of other reasons. He was in the Pennsylvania state Senate. Mm-hmm. So he's a he's a Pennsylvania state senator, right. and he's one of the most anti-union 
state senators. Of course. In the Pennsylvania of state senators. He was talking about right to work laws and shit. Yeah. So, like, heavily, you know, Pennsylvania has not. There's, there's union work. There's more union workers here than there are in other states, and they are organized by the Democrats. And but many of blue collar white guys whose unions are organized by Democrats still vote Republican anyway because they're racist. But like in this state, like that messaging is not going to go anywhere, particularly when Fetterman was running on a pro union campaign, openly pro union campaign. Hmm. So just that shit, like this this stuff. People trying to tell us. That they know better than us what like blue collar whites want. You're just wrong. You don't know better than us what they want. I'm not saying they want like some kind of screaming like racist campaign, but <laughs> they, they probably they're not they going probably for would Christian like nationalists. They probably would What's like that. that. Screaming racist. They're probably less opposed to it than you think. It seems it seems but, like what they want is dog whistling racism. Right, they want. They seem that's, to like that. that's just what they expect, yeah. right? Because they, you know, so they want they want racist dog whistles combined with like non, like really with good not ones. big business shilling. Yeah, they hate the big business shilling that pisses people off. And uh, you know, frankly, it's sort of like if you're like, well, I could vote Mastriano and have the satisfaction. Well, when it comes, to, when it particularly when it came to Fetterman, it's like, all right, I could vote for this like obvious. Obviously, big business shill Oz. And I, even though Fetterman has all these gay ass beliefs, he's still pro union and saying he's going to give my family health care. So I'll vote for him, even though like he sucks. There's a lot of this shit about all these people that's dirty as fuck. Like every single one of these guys, all four of these people in Pennsylvania, these four key figures, they're all dirty as fuck. They're all mm. slimy and filthy. All of them. But yeah, so it didn't surprise me to find out that, yeah, Mastriano has this rep in pennsylvania as being an anti-union state so there you go it's like because he was in, he was in the state senate and he was always just a big business fucking show in the state senate in 2020 he decided to hitch his his star to the wagon of um election fraud and then there and when he was off to the races right and uh there we go like that's that's what it is that's where he is so yeah Mm. Anyway. So I, I saw that Donald Trump was calling uh, the governor for my state, Lynn Youngkin. He was like, oh, Youngkin, sounds sort of Chinese, doesn't it? <laughs> That's fucking stupid. <laughs> That's so, funny, but it's also so, so now I'm just going to start calling him Yun Chin. Governor Yun Chin. But I thought like I thought Donald Trump, like <laughs> Donald Trump endorsed Youngkin like kind of last minute in that runoff election, wherever the fuck it was. Or off, it's like an off year election, isn't it? Yeah, but that was like last week. He's changed his mind now. Right. Well, that's the thing because he probably doesn't know who he's endorsing and who he isn't. He's probably got people like telling him like his instinct is to just make fun of everybody, which is probably pretty healthy. But like then his people are like we're endorsing him. Shut up. Don't make don't say he's Chinese. First of all, that's also the dumbest band you come. That guy's not Chinese. <laughs> that's just fucking stupid. Who Borzai? No, he is Chinese. I'm talking about Glenn Youngkin. Oh, okay. he's not Sorry. Chinese. Uncle Ren Youngkin. Oh, Glenn Bumpkin, right? <clears throat> Young More like Jen. Glenn. Sounds Chinese, doesn't it? No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You know what it's sounds Chung Chin? You know what sounds Chinese? Ching Chong Bing Bong. Ren Chong Chin. Wing Wong. Yeah, well, that's like what Chicken Jack did to like Yao Ming. Oh, 
Yao Ming. Is that like Wang Chong? Yeah. Body Yang. It's like, it's like, it's like, it, what about Havanagila, Shaq? Was that? Oh, that's like Shaq's that favorite sounds like dance. Havanagila. <laughs> It'd be funny if Shaq like lifted the Jew up on the chair and like smashed his head into the ceiling by accident. Oh, whoops. Sorry. That'd be good. He's That'd obviously strong enough. What's so funny is that little that Salter Jew is like five three and Shaq's like seven one. Like, or Albert Dolly's was he seven feet or something like that? I don't fucking know. Anyway, he's anyway. nigger tall. He's, they're, they're Negroes. That's why they're so tall. <laughs> well, that's not really true because remember niggers are on average like an inch or two shorter than white people. They are on average, yeah. But white people are, are taller. Than but them. when they're yep. tall, you call them. You say it's because they're Negroes. It's a hilarious piece that, of pants. They have that genetic diversity, so some of them are pygmies and some of them are freakishly tall. Where white people have a white people are genetically much healthier population, so we're kind of even out. But yeah, on average, the, the distribution's different. Yes, yes, white people have a more middle distribution of height, where blacks have like a they're all over the place. Yeah, just just all over yeah, the map on everything. It's kind of kind of like Daryl Brooks, who's like what five foot eight. Do I look five that's, six? That's maybe, I think the average height for the black man. Maybe 140 pounds. Do like I look that, 190 pounds? Whatever the fuck he said. I, don't remember. I actually think five eight is that like hurt? average black height for a black male. Where for whites it's like five ten. It's five still manlets. Still manlets. In the United States, depends on which country you're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. What country be, is like? Be Scandinavian. What country is Manute Bull from? Right? Wasn't he from like he's like some he's like Ethiopian or something? He's like this crazy. That dude is crazy looking. He's even more so than um, Matombo, who was I think Nigerian. <laughs> Manute Bull is from some like crazy like mid African country. He's got like these arms. The guy looks like a weird spec. He Maybe like he's from Car. He might just be from another planet. In Car. In Car. He might be from Car. Maybe we'll play that today. Where's Manute Bowl from? Hold on, let me look this up. I couldn't even. I don't even know how to go also, Google that. Like, how do you spell Manute Bowl? His last name is B O. It's M A U M A N U T E B O L. Manute so Bowl, Sudanese. Sudan. Oh, he died in 2010. Yeah, people like him can't live very long because they get they end up with all kinds of problems because their body is weird and off. He's seven foot six. That's crazy. People that tall die young. It's true. Because they're just yeah. they're just not meant to live. It just can't be done. I imagine the cardiovascular demands are pretty pretty heavy for that, that kind of frame. Dude, look up a picture of this dude. It's fucking freakish. Like even playing basketball, I'm surprised he was able to do it. Oh, that's the wrong guy. Sorry. Oh no. What the fuck am I looking look at? This, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> look at this. It looks like giant an alien. Gonzalez. <laughs> that was the giant Gonzalez. Look at this. Sorry. this dude looks like a fucking alien. Like I'm surprised his legs didn't just break or knees didn't just break as soon as he got a body check. That Jesus is fucking Christ. Weird. What the fuck is that? That's Manute Bowl. This is Xenomorph. Seven foot six Sudanese. Yeah, Xenomorph. Look, you, <laughs> I feel like you could literally. Was dude, he? In, was he any? Was he any? Dude's knees are just gonna collapse. Was he any good at basketball, or is he just like, all right, just throw him out there and see what happens? He wasn't particularly good at it. No, yeah, I would imagine that was the thing. Short his fucking torso is related to the rest of his limbs. Jesus Christ. I'm disgusted. This is like a praying mantis. This is like a walking. Yeah, he, <laughs> <laughs> he does look like a praying mantis. And look at his tiny little little nut head. Oh, like he's got that tiny little. <laughs> this is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Rightstuff.biz slash paywall.
<laughs> oh, African, you know, his head's like this little bean on the top of his neck. The giant, the giant Gonzalez like died. Your, all of our heads are bigger than his head, despite him being seven six. He died in he died in twenty ten as well. Both of these, both of these weirdos. Yeah. The giant Go- Gonzalez, also known as Elietti. <laughs> oh, he was only he was only six foot nine. Oh no! By the age of fourteen, yes. so what was his final height? How how old oh was my the God. giant? He died. His true height was seven foot seven. The giant Gonzalez. Wow, that's crazy. The thing about I think the thing with Andre the Giant is he never stopped growing. I think that was the condition he had. His heart never stopped growing. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, that's just from all the drugs. He had no because he loved everybody so much. Yeah. Forty six. He was forty six when he died. Yeah, yeah. I think I think those people's hearts oh, just give out because they just can't. Just a heart failure. Yeah, his camp, his heart just couldn't pump blood to like that huge mass because he yeah, wasn't. I mean, that's, he wasn't that's the thing. thing is you you would get like probably like some kind of left ventricular hypertrophy and much other issues. I would I would assume with that much body mass, it's yeah. a problem with bodybuilders too. Yeah. Anyway, my new well, bull, I would say like, you're just too you're just too weird and skinny. Like you're just gonna probably die. Something's gonna go wrong. I always think someone body checks you in the NBA, particularly some of these buck niggers, just gonna fucking crush you. It's like break all your bones. <laughs> like LeBron James, you know, one of these big buck like built niggers in the NBA, just like checking that dude, he's just gonna crumple. But anyway, um, yeah. So I think that's kind of the election narrative is that. Um, I think that the the idea of the diversity being the factor here is it's sort of on a low level true. But I would also say this. Why would we assume that a more more white people would be more Republican? Because look at Europe's politics. Like Europe, European countries had like 90 plus percent electorates for many, many years. Some of them still do, you know, white. And they have uh, socialist governments. And the population supports the socialism, generally speaking. Um, so more whites in the electorate doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be like a Reaganite. Thing. Well, maybe maybe this like new liberal Republican policy prescription stuff. Maybe it's just wrong. Maybe I it's think just all wrong. of it's wrong. And what I've maybe also it's noticed, wrong, and people see it's wrong. They don't like it. They don't want it. And in fact, I would say this: that the Republican Party's Reaganite uh, base ideology, not their base, their ideology, the sort of the sort of what they call a faith and flag and free markets, faith flag, free markets, the three Fs, right? This style of politics is was pretty foreign to Europe for a while. But now that they are injecting diversity into Europe, the right wing parties are starting to go in this direction. So they actually need racial diversity in order to get white people to vote for a party like this because they basically it's the implicit racial threat yeah keeps them going to the polls i quite see it as an ideology so much as like we want to run a casino here you should vote for us so we can keep running the casino the casino is good for us and what i'm going to try to do is convince you that you might eventually win at the casino right that's why you you should support this because you might win but if the casino, but sometimes, like in the last two weeks of the election, I'll run like Willie Horton ads just to make sure you actually come out and vote. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is if you go back to like the 90s, 
And you look at the shit the Republican Party was saying, hmm. like casually, they weren't making it front and center in their platform. Their front and center platform was always uh, anti-socialism, anti-big spending, cutting budgets, yes, all sure. that shit, right? But you look at what they did say about like crime and immigration. That shit was like so much harder core than what is said now by even the supposedly like hardcore candidates. Even to the point where Democrats had to somewhat follow suit because people were just expecting that kind of stuff. So like uh, it's like blaming you can blame the diversity, sure, but the situation in which the bulk of white people are voting for the Republicans is already a situation of of, of a racialized Democrat party. And white people not voting for the left wing party because it's a racially anti white party. Whereas I would say if you actually had just an all white electorate, you probably get basically some kind of, of, of socialism in terms of what would be voted in. Like people would probably vote for like actually just like a national socialist policy. They, well, they, they would they'd vote to close the casino. Yes, they would, and they would vote for like fairness for workers and like healthcare and shit like that, right? They all this, all these boogeymen that like the Republicans hold up is the worst thing. They, they, people, white people would probably vote for that. There would be some whites that would they'd be like, I want the casino, but in the majority, I think people would be like, we don't want the casino. Yeah, because you you understand how casinos work. The house right. always wins. And the Republicans are like, yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm an uh, elite Republican uh, uh, <clears throat> politician, and I'm with the house. I'm with the house. Yeah, I, I like to keep winning because I'm, you know, in I'm America, like, the House wins you. But the Republicans, <laughs> you the don't pro- win the House. The Republicans are convinced. House flips you. The Republican voters are <laughs> part of it is convincing. Like you could be the House, though. You could be a pit boss. You could be uh, in Soviet could, America. In house flips you. What do you really want to do? You really want to like make being a casino illegal when who knows one day you might stumble into being like a big casino owner. What happens then? What then? You want to be penalized for becoming a casino owner? Good. Republicans go, boy, that's a good point. Or that's not fair. What if I do rise above to become a casino owner? What if you could, then be, I'll get the, you could be like Tom Cruise in the color of money? You could scam the casino. Be a real maverick. Be a professional gambler or, or a pool shark. You know, like Tom Cruise. And yeah, definitely. I didn't know that, he was that's a possible. <laughs> that's real. The people do that. That's that really happens. It's because, not just a movie. We got millions and millions of temporarily embarrassed casino owners. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's and, it. and the more edgy people are temporarily embarrassed uh, uh, card sharks or pool sharks. <laughs> <laughs> I see myself as a temporarily embarrassed pool shark. I'm just not that good at pool yet, but I would be great at being a pool shark <laughs> if I could play pool. The problem is I suck at it. Mm. But trust me, if I was good at it, I would be a fucking awesome. Yeah, pool I could shark. get people to play against me. I would scam so many people, but I just the problem is I suck at pool. I'd, I'd be a great hustler. It's just a little hump you got to get over. It's not a, you know. <laughs> yeah, this is the actual hand-eye coordination skill isn't there, you know. The uh... <laughs> Being good at that game is hard. <laughs> uh. I'm a temporarily embarrassed pool hustler. That's me. <laughs> and I'm embarrassed by the fact that I miss, like, pretty easy shots on a regular yeah, basis. <laughs> It's a political pitch. I don't. I don't think this is is very effective, and it looks yeah. like the uh, the voter turnout turnout sort of confirms that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was pretty low relative. I think Jews are actually maybe not like panicking about this, but I think that they would have preferred a more decisive Republican victory. Mm. And that's why. That's why when I'm reading, I read the New York Times, and there's no like. There's no like vitriol there. There's no like anger like there was with no, Trump. It's just like 
Yeah, oh, I said this is that, kind of interesting. Hmm. Let's see what factors led to this. Oh, hi, guys. Here's another pre-recorded interruption. Not an actual interruption. I'm just here to remind you, we need you to go ahead and pick up a subscription at the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can use money orders. You can use crypto. You can use e-checks. You can even go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can use your credit card on there to get around the Jews' uh, banishment of our banking services. That works. So you can do that until you can't. I don't know. But thanks. We'll be right back to the show now. Like they're being pretty much, they're actually like investigating what happened because they're curious. They're like, this is an interesting outcome. But um, uh, the stuff I saw with CNN was like they're literally just telling Republicans they're doing that's a thing a little different. Tell them like this is what you need to do for this to stop happening, but you won't. They like, might be right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But the thing is with CNN, they also have to wrangle. They're libtard wranglers, so yeah. you're going to get the more you're going to get some of the the vitriol and like we won, it's great, we beat them. You're going to get that from like the more lowbrow shit. But like places where Jews are actually like in, themselves are investigating this and looking into it, they're, they're not like because the, the remarkable thing about Trump was that the actual top level Jews were butthurt about that. They didn't like that, which not to say Trump was anti-Jewish, but they didn't like the forces well, they he unleashed like, and they still don't like them. You know, they, they don't like the Likudniks and they don't like what they're willing to what they're willing to risk well, think, to get I, ahead. You know, I it's think like, they don't like the strategy. Yeah, I think that that's Likudniks what I mean. are fine. The no, AL, but the part of yeah. the Likudnik is like you're willing to like skate that line of like, all right, we're going to unleash yeah. a bunch of racist anti-Semites. We're going to embrace like racism against blacks right. and black crime. We're going to embrace that as as a way to like fight forward. And Lipper like, no, stop. Right. Play the long game. Well, the funny thing, speaking about that, the ADL at their Never Is Now conference this year. Oh, my God. They have like a literal Israeli war criminal. How about Again Is Now? So oh, That's right. So this idea that Again like is now. the ADL is a bunch of libtards, <laughs> yeah. one pen is now. The the idea that the uh, ADL is a bunch of like libtards, like when Glenn Greenwald and Laura Loomer say that, I'm like, shut up. I'm calling the show Jew. Again Is Now. You're just a lying Jew because like the ADL, who what's funny is like what was tra- <laughs> so like Ross from Friends. He's going to be on the stage speaking mm-hmm. next to a literal Israeli mass-murdering war criminal. Wow, really? They got Ross from Friends? Yep. They did. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, yeah, of course. Imagine that. Oh, like a Jewish actor at the ADL. <laughs> I don't heard of, right? But it's sort of funny because it's like this this nerdy, this this like mild-mannered nerdy Jew, TV 90 star, everybody's best pal, Ross, standing on stage next to like a mass-murdering butcher. <laughs> could, I, could I be any more Zionist? Yeah. yeah. No, you couldn't be. Oh, you that was what be. Chandler used to say. What did, what did Ross used to say? I don't remember. He was just a nerd, I dude. Dude, I don't, I don't remember his people. But didn't he have, did he have a catchphrase? Can I, I be a, no. Can I be Jennifer X? Was, can I be X was the Chandler Bing bit. Yeah. Well, he was the straight man. The Jew in that show was like the straight man. These well, yeah, two, he was, the two goys were the goofy ones. Yeah, he was a dumpy, like, he was a dumpy, like, incel that was always pining after Jennifer Aniston or something oh, wait. like that. Is that actor also Jewish? I, I think the guy that played Joey isn't Jewish. He's an he's Italian. Italian. He's a wop. Yeah, big he's Italian. Joey what about the other one? Chandler is also I don't not Jewish. I don't think. Okay, I don't remember. that actor has been doing comedy. I remember he was doing comedy since I was a kid. But I don't. I was always wondering if he was Jewish or not. I don't know. I, I could believe it either way. What is that guy's name? I don't fucking remember. Just Chandler. Uh, I, I don't. I don't recall either. He was like the comedy version of Michael Madsen. Friends is not a big part of my life, but I am a very aware of a lot of the memes from it. Because that that shit was everywhere for a long time. Yes. I remember in college, people would watch it, and I'd be like, 
Well, people will talk about why are we doing this? Like, I, I think this, even why now, why is it that people are watching about, it in the in the quad, yeah. in the lounge, and people are watching it in my room? They're, they're why don't you go watch it in the lounge? That's where everyone's watching it. Let leave my room alone. I'm like, but who the fuck would want to binge Friends, especially in 2022? Oh, I don't know about now. Why, why would you go back and stream that? Yeah, it's fucking dumb. That's it was unremarkable when it came back, and it's unremarkable now. Yeah, no, it's, it was always shitty. Seinfeld was actually funny, at least. Seinfeld's actually that. got some funny episodes. That shit was funny. I don't care. Like, yeah, no, it, <laughs> like it, I would it, watch that stuff. Show. I watched Seinfeld. That, shit, that was the only show I watched, like, probably throughout the whole 90s, because it was actually funny, and some of that shit still holds up. It's funny. Even though it is nihilistic Jewish humor, like, you know, it's not always not funny. Just like Ari Schaefer had a couple of good ones, too, in his act, even though, you know, he's a fucking slimy kike. He had a couple funny gags, but whatever. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, so I got some, some stuff. There's also some honesty well, in Seinfeld because was... all of the all the characters are unlikable Jews. They're just well, the, 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 people the, like... the Jews that are basically unrelatable, and you never really root for them. You're like, oh well. The finale was was a total admission where they literally just watch. Everyone's outraged at them because they just sat there and watched the crime being committed. Like, oh, that's interesting, huh? What do you know? That's it. That happened. All right, and they the, just the... And, they, and they were at the court for it. Remember that? Wasn't yeah, that how yeah. it ended? Was well, like, I, no, guess... I, I like. I like the take that the ending of Seinfeld and Seinfeld itself, it's essentially like Sartre's uh, no exit. These these people are just bad human beings who torment each other forever. <laughs> yeah, and in the end, like, society punished them for being, like, nihilistic yeah. assholes. Yeah, that was the yeah. End of the series. right, right. They, I'm what was it? They, they let somebody get beaten or something? I can't remember. They just watched some crime and didn't intervene. Yeah. <laughs> and they were just like, oh, hmm. And I'm thinking apparently about apparently I'm thinking about Friends though. Why would somebody binge watch Friends? Like Friends, Friends is like a '90s early aughts like celebration of like whiteness, like white affluence in the big city of New York. Because these people weren't presented as I think I guess the two of them were presented as Jews, but it was just like a quirky like another kind of white person. But I don't remember there being like niggers. I don't remember they there being. I don't think they were doubling down on the Jew aspect. I don't know. Maybe that maybe they were. Jews. I, I don't remember them doubling. Down. I don't remember that being well, part of the, the plot. The, but I didn't the, really watch the character's the show last name was Geller. I'm pretty sure they cite, cited bar mitzvah jokes, but it was like I'm oh, pretty sure Rachel they did. Yeah, that's right. But that would have been. 90s Jew stuff where yeah Jew is another type of white another person. type of white person but I think a funny thing yeah. but people like want to watch that because there's no there's no like uh, there's no libtard diversity pressure when you watch it you're just enjoying a bunch of ostensibly right. white people having hijinks and living in these like yeah. in these like dream world apartments in New York City that don't exist was there gay shit uh I don't remember I haven't seen enough of it I'm sure there was gay shit towards the end because everything has gay shit towards the end but I recall them all being right. – they were all straight. Well, the Norman uh, Lear, I don't think he was running that show, but his strategy for sitcoms, except for like Maud, which was feminist from the beginning and failed, uh, uh, but All in the Family didn't fail, um, and some of his other sitcoms didn't fail, was to make them apolitical and yeah. funny and white for the first few years yeah, and then, then start introducing the Jewish themes later on. Kevin McDonald. Writes about this. Somewhere. See, now you're making me want to binge Friends because I didn't see. I don't know how it ended up. I don't know if it went political. That's going in like the next we're all gay. Uh, That's clip, fine. Clip I, mean, I don't. I see, want now to. I want to binge Friends. But, like I want to know. Like, did Friends turn political? I know. Okay, I do That's, know one. Yeah. I do know one. I do know one meme. I know that one of them. I think it was the uh, Jennifer Aniston character became a single mom. I believe. Okay. And that's always that. That's like that's like the lightest pause touch you can do is like when you're when you're when you're celebrating single motherhood or something. 
But I think Do the entire you remember what Murphy Brown. Oh yeah, that's exactly what I had in mind. That oh, was a, man, that was a huge deal. Show. They were mad. They were they were big mad. Well, and they were making fun of Dan Quayle and George Bush for like suggesting like maybe they were the, maybe this should, making fun of them, maybe you shouldn't have like hit. a heroine. It didn't hit. Maybe you shouldn't have like the lead character on a TV show that millions of people watch. Like being a single mom because you know what that's actually not a good life. Murphy Brown probably doesn't exist. Like a super successful like news anchor who has a yeah. child out of wedlock and like her life is Quail still was awesome. right. Yeah. He absolutely was Rather right. Than Bush was right. I'll do like Quail was right. Yeah. Like because the thing is like they all made fun of Dan Quail. I'm sure Dan Quail was a Zionist piece of shit generally speaking. But Dan Quail misspelled potato or something. That, yeah. What's that? Dan Quail misspelled potato so all of his opinions go in the trash if I recall. Well, this is pretty annoying. You don't want to hear my voice. You want to hear uh, Mike finish his thought, huh? But uh, you can't because you don't have a subscription. You should go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. Tag it. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, what you're going to say because I could add on to well, it. What do you, the, the Murphy Brown thing, regardless of the that, that show was flaming libtard also. It wasn't, yeah. was, you know, but but um, she becomes a single mom. Yeah. And, of course, it's not just that she became a single mom. It's that the image of single motherhood was a lie of what it is. Yeah. Because here was this wealthy, this famous woman who's like a news anchor, has a ton of money, and, like, decides to adopt a kid because she has enough money to take care of a kid. And then – Was um, it an adoption or was it she had one? I thought she had she, one. Oh, she got remember. pregnant. She, she got pregnant. She did artificial just went, yeah. insemination or whatever. She got pregnant by a dude really? and then – I think it was like she got pregnant from a boyfriend and they decided not to get married and she I, was going to raise a kid sure. or something like that. And, uh, and, to, and anyway. no, no hiccups, no wrinkles in life. That just that just worked out swimmingly. That everything just Or it was fun. something like maybe she got knocked up and then the dude split and was but gone it's just like, it's, like, I'm it's, going to have the baby. Which but is it's, a funny, funny enough, more wholesome message in some ways. But yeah. yeah, but it's also literally like it's sitcom baby. It disappears after it's served its, you know, once the pregnancy over. Like now there's no baby. What do you mean? What baby? Right now, you know? all the scene, now all the comedy scenes are located in the office. Whereas, but like, like, um, yeah. Whereas, like in real life, in real life, when you have ba- baby, does not disappear. Like now, now you have a lot of now you have a lot of issues if you're going to go be like news anchor lady. But, but real life is also not. Yeah, is also not news anchor lady. With right. A lot of money. Real life right. is girl in trailer park. And I real remember. Life is, I remember that after real life is you know remember, real real life is is a is a lower middle class or middle class working yeah. class person. Who is actually having a ton of problems, and yeah, the kids yeah. are yeah, real, getting real, not real, taken care of. Real life well. is is the baby's eaten by a pit bull. Oh God! Should have had that episode. Real life. Or, that real life good episode is of like Murphy baby Brown, is like on the fast track to being a tranny from early from early on because mom is like into gay. Real life is uh, real life is Dan Quayle after his gaffe, quote unquote, of criticizing that had to do this like photo op cuck session where he like. Watched the latest episode of Murphy Brown with like a group of single mothers as a show of like I'm not actually I don't actually just hate and want to like destroy single mothers you know by me saying that this uh, this path in life probably isn't the best for someone to choose and shouldn't be glorified. Who made him do that? The Republican Party. I'm sure it was like you need to you need to cuck to this criticism right now and make it go away. I'm sure that's what it was. The party was like. I'm sure it was this. like Jewish consultants were telling yeah. him to do that shit. It was just just humiliate himself. I, I'll never forget that. I think Saturday Night Live was making fun of it. He's like watching the oh, show. Dude, they this. were going. Murphy Brown. They they fucking went and made. They did like a PSA at the end of an episode attacking him. It's incredible, and he was 100 right. You know how lip-tarded my stepmother was. She started watching Murphy Brown because of that. She never really watched TV before, but then she like checked in because of that mm. shit. 
<laughs> What's funny is my libtarded parents never really watched TV until TV became overtly and politically libtarded. Then they started watching it. Like, they started like, like they they became addicts to like the Daily Show. Like they, yeah. my sister and I would watch like dumb shit on TV when we were kids, and my dad would always walk in the room and like snort and like scoff at the stupid shit we were watching. Yeah. And then like, uh, but as, like later on, it, like that reversed. Yeah. Because like my, pa- I would go to my my parents' house or my dad's house, and they'd be watching like the Daily Show, and I would like scoff and like snort and walk out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I always liked, so, like, the, I liked the Murphy reversed. Brown. I liked the Murphy Brown show before that stuff took place because they had that they had that little like super neurotic Jew producer character who was always oh, like losing his shit. He was always like failing like tests to be like liberal enough and getting in trouble and stepping in it. It was always good shit. And that show just like threw around like pretended to be smart by like throwing around references to like modern pop you know political stuff like figures and shit like that. Like it was the only it was the only it was the only sitcom that regularly said the words Boutros Boutros Gali. Like they were always yeah. talking about that guy. I don't remember who that was. Was he the UN uh, the head of the he UN? He was the UN uh, yeah, okay. Secretary General. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the Saturday Night Live was making fun of like Bob Dole, which is like wow. I want to talk about an easy target. Uh, you know, during the '96 election, with him calling him Boo Boo Gali. Or he would be like, they'd have like phony Boo-boo Bob Golly. Dole speeches, like I don't care what Boo Boo Golly says, and everyone's like, oh, it's so funny, it's so funny, I'm so liberal. Isn't that just, that's just a clever nickname, like Boutros Boutros, like Boo Boo. Politics and politics. Well, nineties politics, that was that was like the dream come true that the Jews want is like you have this. This will be a good segue to hour two. I guess we can take a break now, but in hour two, I want to discuss. The fact that Jews are wanting to just get back to that. Yeah, oh yeah. And I, I don't think they have a special plan for Twitter. I think they're just going to destroy it. Oh yeah, Twitter's going to fall apart. I think they're just going to wreck. I think but, they're uh, just going to destroy Twitter, and they managed to just get some cash from Musk on the way out the door. But they're going to just collapse it. That's my opinion. Hey, Musk, you know, nice forty-four was, million you got there. I was thinking about that this morning because I was looking at the, at the articles around this, and Musk was talking about the thing going bankrupt, and maybe it will implode, and that would be good. In the I end, mean, that would actually be a pretty good outcome, yeah. If we can't use it, why should anybody? If, yeah, if we can't use it, we'll destroy it. Like, destroy its advertising base. Well, let, we'll talk about that. That's good. I would too. love to see Twitter just completely implode. Yep. All right. Well, let's take a break then, and we'll move on to that. We don't have a merchant minute today. Uh, Mark Howe is indisposed. He said, no pressure, he said he would do two bits next week now. He said that in private to me, not me. He said he would try okay. to do one for Monday well, and for Friday. I was like, I'm not holding it to you, that, but those are those are those are that's a big promise, Morikow. Can you and Herschel keep that level of uh, you know, can you that level of output? Maybe Herschel know. does one, he does one. Yeah, maybe that'll work. No, he could do that. He should do the thing where he where he just like he should do the thing where he does transformative content on uh on like news reports. I used to like when he would do those, like con- like he'd be playing yeah. a news story video and he'd just start talking. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he could do that. Yeah. So if you need to give we me also episode, just talk watch about a movie. Bob Liming next hour. Yes, we gotta yep. do all that. That uh, was huge. We'll do that, that in was uh, very, very yep. big. First, I'm gonna go have a sandwich because I'm starving. We'll be back. You're listening to the Daily uh, Sewer.